0: Welcome to The Joywell Conversations, the podcast of The Joy Well, created to inspire, amplify, and support Black and Brown women everywhere in living their joy out loud. In part two of our conversation with Dr. Valerie Washington, we delve in a little bit deeper into what it takes to live a joy-filled life.
1: Sometimes it's not people who are different from you, but people who are of your community that Mm -hmm. do not understand their role in helping others to fulfill their dreams and to become the people that they are destined to be.
0: What would you tell, what would you tell um, young women who might've experienced that in their lives, whether in the school setting or outside the school setting?
1: Well, I've, I've been fortunate to work with young people for most of my lives and most of mm-hmm. my, my life. I have not had too many <laughs> lives. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel that people should be able to follow their dream. I don't think anyone has the right to kill a dream. And mm. if you have the stamina and the fortitude to fight for what you want, I think you have to pursue it. Uh Having been an educator for the many years that I've had, I've seen too many women be discouraged, whether it's by parents who did not Mm -hmm. believe in women doing things outside the home, or society Mm -hmm. in general who did not believe in it, have to fight for what they wanted. And even to the point of young women who are married to men who felt that their wives should not Mm do anything outside of the home. it's really been a journey for young women, uh, Yeah, very often being the mother of young children, the wives of unsupportive husbands, and the caregivers of their own parents, and being stuck, you know, in this triangle of responsibility. Uh, so women who have earned their way in, into the workplace and have succeeded at fulfilling their dreams, have often had a really tough road to hope, to get there. And when we look at today, where even now we're fighting for equal pay, for Mm -hmm. uh, the journey has not ended. There's still those who still cannot perceive of women being in positions of authority. We see that in our politics. So I tell people to pursue their dreams, to gather women who support them often, because that is how it very often happens. You certainly cannot do it alone. You you really need a support system.
0: You really do. One of the things that um, I, I affirm for myself every day is that I'm a part of a powerful, supportive sister community of artists and intentional individuals who want to to do good and be good on this earth, right? Um, and and I realized that I am like, and you're you're part of that community if you didn't already know. I mean, what? Um, just speaking personally, how you have been there for me and supported me in this huge transition. I, I guess for for the outside world it might look huge, but for me it's sort of like nope. This is where I've always supposed to, you know always been supposed yeah. to be you know. So like, the outside world is like what? <laughs> what are you doing? You know, but that um, you and your husband and and the entire family really, but but you particularly just being a a voice of reason and support and not even having to do much except to say I'm here you know I'm present with you I I see what you are doing and I'm not going to try and detract from that that has meant the world to me that has that this experience and I I guess it will continue until the day that we die you know this the energy of being supportive and in in helping someone fulfill their dream or pursue their dream um, has just been, this has been an incredible source of joy for me. And so I just oh, have to say so thank welcome. you, <laughs> you know, for that. Cause.
1: And very often I think it's because people are afraid, uh, mm. not, not for themselves necessarily, but they're afraid for you. Afraid that in mm. the process you're going to hurt yourself. Uh, yeah. That you're going to be unhappy and very often, um, It's wanting to protect you from Mm -hmm. doing something that they are afraid of and they feel you will not find your joy in because they don't Mm -hmm. understand. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we know those people who are malicious, those people who, Mm -hmm. you know, don't have your good intentions. But sometimes the people closest to us are just very, very afraid. Uh, Yeah. And it's not their dream. Mm-hmm. You cannot yeah. live somebody
0: else's dream. You can't live somebody else's dream that somebody else has for you. And you yourself should not put into action somebody else's dream right. for you. It has to be yours. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could find a certain kind of happiness, but will it be like sort of that authentic or deep rooted um joy or happiness, I don't know. I don't know I, I I think not. Do you think that there is do you think there is such a thing as failure, especially when it comes to pursuing one's dream? Is there such a thing as failure? I guess a better way of asking it does does failure really exist?
1: I think it does. I, th- I think it mm-hmm. does. Um, I think it's how. You learn to recognize what you've not accomplished, if you will, or the non-fulfillment of your dream. Either you can think of it as a learning to go on to something else, or Mm -hmm. if it's negative, it becomes a failure, and it could paralyze you from doing Mm -hmm. other things. It may also be how you think other people perceive you and how they're going to define you. For me, the important thing is if you don't accomplish what you want, being able to use what you've learned to move on to do something else and not become just stagnant in that position and possibly one of unhappiness. Unfortunately, I think our society defines people by success and failure, and it becomes a label that then becomes paralyzing.
0: On both ends, right? Whether it's the success or the failure, yeah. My question was, in a way, a leading one, because just as one might be able to define success for themselves outside of what society thinks, one could also define what failure is for themselves and not make it that paralyzing negative thing, but rather an opportunity or a step or, 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 or a circumstance that allows you to see things differently and then make a choice. Do you want to continue in that road or do you want to continue on a different one? Um, right. And I guess success could be the same thing, too. Yes, you've achieved some level of success, however you define it. But to use a very
1: old fashioned adage, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Ah, There it is. (laughs) is. (laughs) If you don't find what you want in one way, can you find it in another way? Uh, Yeah. If you don't find joy in something, can you move on to something else that will give you that satisfaction and joy? Or as somebody else would say, success, because some people would define success as being mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. Being mm-hmm. filled with joy is how you're successful. And if you're not successful, you cannot have joy. How do you define joy for yourself? I guess I haven't thought of it so much as a definition, but more as an experience. And okay. As we talked previously of the things that bring me joy, those experiences mm-hmm. that bring me joy. Mm-hmm. But if I were to divine it, uh, it would be a feeling of happiness and not necessarily fulfillment, but a feeling of um, comfort and mm-hmm. happiness. Something that brings a smile to my face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it could take the form of Many, many different things from you know uh, a flower to watching children to a blue sky to the ocean. I don't think it's one thing, and I don't think it should be one thing. I think people yeah. should be able to find joy in many different ways. There are people who would find joy, I guess, in listening to music, mm-hmm. so it has multiple facets, and I think it should. I was reading
0: an article in the LAIS. Which is, I guess, I don't know if it's a print, but it's also an online, like, local magazine in LA, where this guy who is—he's homeless, um, but he also does like photography and whatnot, and he he chooses to be homeless. He has said that. He was like, you know, we're all talking about lockdown, but for many of us without homes, permanent homes, whether by choice or not, we're also locked out because without businesses where they can sit and get food you know buy purchase coffee or whatnot or even charge their phones and whatnot um, or stay out of the rain or the elements um there's no there's no there's no place for them to be so the lockdown has also become sort of this lockout but at the same time this man is taking his camera his gear and he's going around la and he's taking photos of what's what's happening, especially with the homeless, since he knows that community. And that is something he's doing because he loves to do that. Like he's found a way even in all of this crazy to do something that he loves and use it in a way to tell other people's stories. And I thought that was, I thought that was brilliant. It's like, just because your circumstance doesn't look like what everybody else might deem as normal or okay or successful, you can still find a way to to do something that brings you joy. And over the years, he's he's figured it out. And he said, as a result of this article, you know, maybe you can just also call me, um, I think he said his name is Bumdog. Bumdog, the photojournalist. And I was like, there you have it. Because nobody can take that away from you. That's what you are doing. That is your, your joy.
1: I think there can be a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. And people who want to control or uh, want to diminish another person's joy because that person may not be doing what they feel that person should be doing. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's very important to understand how you can have control over yourself and that other people cannot diminish who you are
0: Mm Yes.
1: And that can be parents to children, siblings to each other, friends to each other or so-called friends. Um, And I'm not sure that they're doing it because they want to diminish joy. It's more about their own insecurities and their own need to uh, control who another person is. Mm hmm insecurity sometimes that's what yeah I think sometimes people being insecure about who they are and wanting to please others puts more value on the opinions of others about how they are being joyful or Mm
0: -hmm. enjoying
1: their feelings of joy And, and in that way that need to have the approval of somebody else changes how they may want to go about finding joy.
0: I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I want to ask you, what is your favorite book or what book are you reading now, if
1: any? Actually, I'm reading, I'm listening to Stacey Abrams' book, her biography. It's something that I would really read. I would really want young people to read, especially people Mm. who are coming out of college or... Uh, Mm -hmm. trying to find their way in terms of what their goals are. It's very specific to um, how you develop who you are and how you Mm. identify your goals and how you seek uh, mentors and what your responsibility is as a mentee. I can only say that I wish I had something like this when I was 20 or 25.
0: What's the title of the book? I think it's Lead from the Outside. Excellent. Favorite movie in the last uh well, whenever. (laughs) And 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 I won't knock any points off if if you have certain biases to your favorite movies.
1: It feels like a hundred years since I went to a movie theater. I've been watching a lot of different movies and series on TV. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to say that I have thoroughly enjoyed um Little fires everywhere.
0: Oh my gosh, so have I, right? <laughs> like, no bias, completely no, no bias. bias. of course. Completely love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love I that. agree. I think that the, the all of the acting is so outstanding. All of the young people were just so filled with talent. Really, really great.
0: Well, all of the young people, definitely. But Gavin, who played Moody, like, I, their characters were just, I, I know those people in high school. <laughs> I knew ah, those folks. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I loved it. They had me 13 minutes in when I saw a Chinua Achebe book sticking out of Pearl's backpack. I said, and we're good. They have <laughs> literature and it's African literature. Yes. <laughs> oh. I love this. Now it made me want to go and read uh, Celeste Ng's book, the actual book.
1: Yeah, I, uh, little, I listened to cool. it on tape.
0: And it, oh, it was a wow. really
1: great lesson. Really, really good. Okay. Theater. Have you seen any theater recently? Well, how could I not mention your brother's play? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes and yes. Soldier's play was just outstanding. Right? And I have to tell you that I saw the original. <gasps>
0: you did. I did. <laughs> Gosh, that is so cool. What yeah. okay, I won't ask you to make a comparison, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> I think that the play itself stands so strong. Yes, it does. In terms of, you know, the writing and uh, the mm-hmm. and, and the performers in both was certainly outstanding. Mm-hmm. So I've spent more time here in California than I have in New York, so I've not seen a great deal of theater.
0: Um, Yeah. I bet you miss that. I do.
1: I do miss that.
0: Friends of mine started a theater company, a theater company right before the lockdown. And they were like, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start doing readings and we're going to get our actor friends to, you know, um, to do readings with us or perform on on camera but via zoom so i did one of those last week i should probably actually share the link with y'all but that's you know just finding ways to be creative and maintain that level of joy doing the things that we love to love to do this time has gotten us to be even more creative than than you know we usually are and and I'm grateful for the community that we have. I forgot to ask you one question and maybe we'll, maybe we'll end with that. What's sort of your philosophy for how you live each day? I think it's taking one
1: day at a time um, and trying not to become frustrated with the condition that we find ourselves in. Yeah. And so not depending on other people for your joy. Mm-hmm. Uh Because we all have different interests.
0: Yeah. Finding your own personal joy, finding the space for your joy. I I couldn't agree more. So, I just want to say thank you for taking your time today to share a little joy with me. Doing this brings me joy. So uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I had you know a lot of a lot of joy filled to- um, seconds or minutes and moments with you today.
1: Thank you for asking me to do this. The many things oh, I've thought about have brought a smile to my face as well. Oh, yay, I'm so glad. And wonderful to connect, thank you.
0: You've been listening to The Joywell Conversations, a podcast for The Joywell. This episode was written and produced by Chisera Asamalda, with music by Kevin McLeod. A very special thank you to our guest, Dr. Valerie Washington. And to all of you listening, remember, love joy, be joy, live joy well.